Antonio, welcome to the show. Uh, chatted with you a few times last year in the JPHL, but now uh, great to see you in Seattle and did not take you very long to score your first WHL goal. Uh, first of all, was it everything you dreamed about? We're going to get to see it in a second, but when you look back on the goal, what a memory for you. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was great to get the first one off my chest. That was kind of like my biggest goal was just to try to come here and uh, like make the biggest impact I can with this team. And being a younger player, like I just I just need to do my best. And when my name's called, I got to produce. So that's just that was my goal and dreamed of it ever since I was a kid. So I was super happy. Well, let's take a look at it here. Um, the puck comes out. You're out of the box. Uh, t- take us through it here as you see it. Yeah, so it was just a great pass from Poppy. It just bounced over that stick there, and I was lucky to grab. And saw, I looked up and made a great move, and goalie slid, and I was able to pop it over his pad. So, at what point? Open. At what point do you think of the move? I'm always curious of guys as as they're coming in. You know, the the game is so fast. It's not like you have a whole lot of time. Is it instinct that takes over in that situation for you? Yeah, for sure. I mean, so like I, I just kind of looked up, and he was he was a little bit over to the side a bit, and. So I was just like, I'm just going to trust it, use my skill. And um, I was able to work. It was just a little instinct. And it was kind of my favorite shot over the pad. So just had to trust it there. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, and, and I noticed that you came out of the penalty box. So that had to be a little bit nerve wracking because you were in the box. But there's no better way to make up for a penalty than scoring a goal. Exactly. <laughs> Tell me about um, fitting in and the level of increase from the preseason to the first couple of games of the regular season. We always hear about this, the jump in the level all the time. What was it like going from preseason to regular season for you? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was it was, it was was a pretty big jump. I mean, preseason, like, not everybody knows the systems. There's all these younger guys coming in, younger opportunities, too, for all these young guys, and um like not everybody knows the systems and stuff but right when you hop into the regular season we practiced two weeks before our first regular season game and everybody knew the systems and the game really just jumped up in that team like they they pre-scouted us and we pre-scouted them and it's just a it's just a huge just a huge impact and jump from the preseason to the regular season everything gets a lot faster i mean you just gotta trust your systems and uh just everything gets 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 so much faster and just yeah, pretty much. And, 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 you know, guys are coming back into the lineup from NHL camps and it's, you know, it's the same at the NHL level, more experienced guys get in, in the games. You hear that from everybody. And you also hear about what it's like joining a, a championship team. And, and you were able to spend some time around the team last year, I think during the run and, and being around them this year, what is it like being around so many guys that already know what it takes to win? Yeah, I mean, it's amazing just to see, like, just how the organization is ran here. Like, like our kind of slogan is to just live above the line. So it's just it's so amazing to see all the players that they were that were here before, just how professional they are and, like, how ready to go they are. And like I said before, like, when their name is called, they're just they're, they're ready to go. They're dialed in. And it's just amazing, really, to see just all these NHL players that already made, like, the step into AHL and NHL that I saw last year is just – it's just really amazing to see. So it's awesome. What about uh, the off season uh, specifically? What sort of things did you want to work on to be able to make the jump to the next level? Well, I knew the speed was was going to jump up, and that's kind of like uh, where I can kind of separate myself a bit in the game, and that's kind of like my main aspect of skill. So 
I really just tried to work on like my speed, agility, and kind of work on my leg strength and all that stuff. And obviously some cardio on the side too, to, to stay at the high pace and kind of have a, like a longer shift and kind of like be out there and just always full speed for 45 seconds, whatever it is. So just a lot of cardio and strength in my legs and upper body here too. So. Yeah, you, you ought to be able to uh, to maintain that, as you said. You want to be going full tilt, and and not very many players can go from one level to the next level and go from the first line to the first line. Maybe Bedard, maybe McDavid, some of these guys. So you know, making the jump from the JPHL where you were the leader uh, with the Titans, that it's going to be a little bit different. How do you adjust your game, or do you adjust your game, and how do you adjust that mindset of of you know knowing you have to kind of work your way up a lineup on a new team yeah 100 percent um i knew coming in like i was going to be i came from like like you said kind of like playing more minutes and stuff in the jbhl to now there's four lines here and so i started a bit lower and i'm still there and just like like i said kind of like whenever my name is called i just really try to focus on being ready to go like um and like when i'm not like when i'm on the bench i'm just trying to bring up my teammates i'm gonna have good shifts and just keep the good positivity up and keep positive in my head as well is a really big thing for me. So, yeah, just, just kind of do that. And, um, I really just don't really try to change my game though. Like that was one big thing I try to focus on as well. Just like believing in my skill and believing what I can do and just trying to, trying to do whatever I, whatever I can to, to produce and help this team out to win. Well, they want they took you because your skill and and you can obviously play an all around game and that's exactly right. You can't get away from the skill just because you might be playing a little bit different in the lineup. It's still playing the same way. Perfect attitude and what a great place to land. I mean, heading into camp, there were so many familiar faces that you played with or against in the JPHL and you know that draft series that they had last year, kind of getting everybody ready for this. About hey, that guy was my opponent last year. Now he could be my line mate. You just never know. But having those familiar faces in training camp, did that make things a little bit easier for you? It was, I mean, it was awesome to be there. Like it just, all my friends were there and I had a lot of boys there and it was awesome, but it, it kind of helped me. I mean, we're still playing like we had a, so for camp, we had a, like an all JPHL team pretty much. And we had a couple of uh, HSL like alumni, like Costa Dunn and Sam Popovich. And we had those guys, but mostly we had JPHL players and it was just awesome. Like, cause we already had our chemistry up and we just all went out there, worked super hard and it just, it was super fun. It was a really fun camp. And I think everybody had smiles on their faces when we left camp and moved into preseason. And when some of the boys went home to play for the JPHL season. Yeah, you know, Vanek Popple's going to get in the lineup uh, this weekend for that U18. And and, and the JPHL, I, I had so much fun and am having so much fun watching this league develop. How did it help you prepare uh, for some of the non-playing aspects of junior hockey, the arena atmosphere, the intermission interviews, the off-ice lifestyle? How has that prepared you mentally for the WHL, do you think? Well, it's a, it was a really good setup in the JPHL. I'm just really amazed how everything was so professional around there. Like all you guys for vengeance and all the media people, it was just super professional. And it's it's really close to the WHL actually. Like all the like the interviews and all the cameras we had around the rink, and it was awesome to see. And it really like helped my game too. Like I could watch over my game from all angles. Super good commentating and. It was just all professional coaches. Like we all, we all tried to live above the line, like we do here, and 
it hasn't changed much and that's what really helped make the jump so i just really just it was really good to see and it yeah. helped me I, I think it's it's so fun. And you, you mentioned the coaching is excellent. I mean, you had Tyrell Spitzer last year. You were going up against Sean Bell. Um, you know, Scott Glennie is involved in the league. Clayton Stoner. The the coaching is great. And, and I think, you know, even going back to the days in the HSL with the Saints Pro Hockey, uh, HSL to JPHL seems like a natural transition. And the amount of time that you were able to work, either work out, skill, building strength, or work on your skill development because of the showcase aspect, how do you think that helps as far as just player development individually? Yeah, I mean, it was a great setup. Like I said, we had like we had the four or three games we in the weekend and like we had so much practice time. Like we practiced five days a week before and watched video before every game, pre-scouted the team. And like you said, Tyrell Spitzer was just an awesome coach for me. And like I really learned a lot from his his game type, how how we tried to play our game and it just helped me so much as a player to learn and that that half the like the playoffs and stuff was a it was a hard way to go but that was like that was like one of my favorite moments because we had so many like arena atmosphere and we had so many fans and interviews and just a lot of a lot of great stuff happening and it was just it was really nice to see yeah, it was such a hyped-up event. I mean, you had Edmonton and you guys, great rivalry. It was packed, and I, I can't imagine what it's going to be like this year at the brand-new arena, Silent Ice Sports and Entertainment Center, as we get set to kick things off uh, this year. So that was, you know, that playoff was probably your favorite uh, on-ice moment. What about off-ice, the culture, uh, the player treatment, things like that? What were some of your favorite things uh, about that aspect? Well... I mean, school School is super fun. I mean, we went to school as a team, and, like, we all just kind of, like, it was easy for homework on the road. We can all kind of work together with each other. And just some of, like, the activities off ice, too. Like, like for one point, we went to laser tag after one of our, like, before one of our games, just as a team bonding, like, all just trying to get together. And that's really what helps the team out is just everyone being positive and helping each other out and stuff and just – awesome vibes around makes us play a lot better and like just all like we even had some off ice training together like um we had speed work with walter and um yeah it was just all like fun fun things that we could just kind of do together and bond together and really brought us as a team yeah, and you know the the travel gets you together, just like in in the Western Hockey League. Some flying, yeah. some busing, and and that's really where, as you're probably discovering, although your schedule has been so weird in Seattle, it's almost like a football schedule to start. I guess the one thing you get is practice time and and that time to bond because that's where a team really comes together. You can be as skilled as you want, but if you don't come together off the ice, it's hard to translate that onto the ice, isn't it? Exactly. So. We just came back from actually Camp Seymour and it was just a weekend where we kind of got away from hockey and that's a big thing I just said like it's just a huge thing to be together and bond together it just brings the team really together and since we've had a slower start we've had a lot of practice time and things where we can kind of work on from our games and it's going to start picking up here and that's where we're going to have to we're going to have to just keep going and practicing harder but just the just the things like going to Camp Seymour that we just came back. It just bonded our team so much together, and I think we're I think we're looking really good. 
Yeah, no matter what level, your U14, U18, Western Hockey League, the NHL, getting together off the ice, it happens all the time. And 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 always guys that move up to the next level like to keep an eye on their former teams. So will you be checking out and what the Titans, and have you been checking out what the Titans have been doing this year and keep your eye on it through our Silent Ice TV coverage? 100%. I've actually watched each game of the Titans and couple weekends ago um, I watched HC versus Titans just keeping that rivalry and I was super proud of the super proud of the Titans for uh carrying on and being HC there I was happy to see that that's for sure but um it's just I love watching all my buddies back home and I'm just so proud of them and just how far like the JPHL has come in one year is just amazing to see and I'm just just super proud and I'll keep watching them that's for sure that was a huge win for the Titans. I mean, they were a little bit undermanned with bringing guys in, and to, they lost the first game of that showcase. And it was, it was you could see the emotion between those two teams is still there. And, and the, the Titans were saying, hey, we want to finish the job, HC. We want to go back-to-back. So that's like Calgary-Edmonton, right? Like, that's a rivalry that's going to span the JPHL. And, and you guys, uh, as you get older, you will still have that rivalry even when you get to the next levels, won't you? hundred percent. I mean, whenever we kind of like, for an example, like Ty Riley, he wasn't able to come to Seattle, but like we had that rivalry all year. So if he wasn't on our team, we would have kept that rivalry in camp or whatever it was. And like, just, just little things you always remember. And maybe if Sean Bell ever gets a role somewhere else and I ever play against him, I'll be able to have a little laugh with that. And just the rivalry always goes and it's just great to watch. And it's just it's just super awesome to see all these things. Yeah, it's it's so fun for us too. All right, let's let's have a little fun. Uh, what is your pregame ritual routine? Do you have one, and do you stick to it uh, ritually every single game? Well, yeah, I just kind of like making the jump here. It's it's a lot of it's a lot about routines here and just preparing for games so you're a hundred percent ready to go. And I do have a routine. I'm a big Sioux guy we like to play the soccer and stuff and keep it up as a team. But, uh, I just, I just really like focus on kind of getting loose and just like putting fun into the warm up. But then like just before we go out and stuff, just really trying to focus in and just be ready to go for the game. And so, yeah, I do have a ritual, but it's, it's, um, just a lot about getting loose and just having a little fun, but trying to focus in. Yeah, you, you know, like having a ritual, it doesn't mean you have to be stringent. You could be relaxed, and it's just doing the same thing over again to get yourself mentally prepared. So I, I love guys that are loose. I, I don't, you know, coaches might not like it, but I like guys that that you can't see that they're anxious about the game. They're relaxed, and as an opponent, I'm looking at that guy saying, well, this guy's not scared of us because he's relaxed. They don't see the, the fear on our face. Uh, what about pregame uh, to get the hands or stick handling, anything? Do you do anything that, you know, maybe other kids kids could learn from to get the hands going before the game yeah for sure i go into the gym and i actually use a green biscuit and i just kind of keep my head up and i get a buddy and they just put up numbers one through five and i just look up and stick handle and just read the numbers as he's putting it up and even for all nice warm-ups i'm just always in the corner or on the blue line just kind of looking up and looking around and stick handle and trying to get my hands loose as possible and just relaxed too so I'm not all like uptight sick handling and stuff just trying to be relaxed and feel the puck out and keep my head up looking around and just so I can kind of relate that to the to the game I'm about to play uh, how about your stick are you a guy that fiddles works with your stick retapes tapes all the time works on the curve uh, how are you with that all the time I'm always <laughs> working on my stick trying to trying to do whatever I can to score and 
stick handle best and my curve i'm actually working on my curve right now and i'm excited for that to get that in but yeah i'm all i'm a big stick guy and a big change in my grips if something doesn't feel right or a little tweak i'll take apart and do it up again and i'm just a big stick guy and i always want my always want my uh tape fresh and clean good stuff uh on the bus movie book or podcast what's your go-to um, I'm a big podcast guy. I really actually like to listen. And I uh, watched one of your episodes actually on the way there to Spokane. <laughs> so that was pretty awesome to hear. I watched uh, Tyrell there just kind of listening in and hear how, how the JPHL and the new rank is just awesome to hear. So I'm actually a big uh, podcast guy. And then I'll throw in the movie on the odd side. All right. Are you a scary movie guy? And if so, do you have a favorite one? Because it is the best movie for our best month right now for scary movies. Where do you are in horror movies? I, I like I like my uh, I like my horror movies. I mean, I like the thrill of it and stuff, but I also like the like the horror comedy ones. So it's kind of <laughs> like Hubie Halloween, like Adam Sandler. I was just I was watching it like last night. I was just laughing in my bed, but I like the thrill. But uh sometimes being alone and stuff i don't know but <laughs> i like the comedy horror ones that's yeah. for sure see watching a horror on a bus is great because you have a whole bunch of people but if the bus ever breaks down that's the plot of a horror movie i, yeah. I don't want to be a part of that <laughs> exactly so i just gotta be maybe not alone but yeah, I like exactly uh best halloween costume you ever had you, are you big uh, when you were a kid big dress-up guy i was a stanley cup one year Whoa. and i'd uh, i'd actually get the like when I went up to the doors, I'd get the candy in the little bowl up there and I'd just go down and it was awesome. And everyone was taking pictures and stuff. So that was probably one of my favorite ones. I'm not a big, like a uh, scary costume kind of guy. I was just always uh, trying to look for the most funny ones and stuff like that. So, yeah. That one works uh, perfect uh, as the NHL gets set to go uh, tonight when we're recording this interview. Antonio, thank you so much. It was a pleasure getting to uh, watch you last year and continued success with Seattle and uh, keeping your eye. We appreciate you keeping your eye on the JPHL. Best of luck with the T-Birds this year. Thank you very much.